Welcome to Echoes of Holiness podcast. 1 Kings chapter 17. I want to read uh, verses starting with verse 1, verses that everybody here has been in church any length of time has heard uh, preached from, and I trust that the Lord will help us this morning. Uh, I promise not to preach past 2 o'clock. Right. <laughs> and uh, you wouldn't stay in hell. <laughs> and Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years. But according to my word, and the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And it shall be, and thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according unto the word of the Lord, for he went, for he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan, and the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, and bread and flesh in the evening. And he drank of the brook. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Amen. Verse 4. And it shall be, and thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. You may be seated. Uh, the Lord helped me this morning. I'm not exuberant as I used to be, but it's okay. I'm just glad to be here. I want to talk to you about God's ravens. Praise God. Uh, when I consider... Elijah, y'all know, and I know you know, that Elijah uh, is considered one of the greatest of the prophets. And uh, he is not called a writing prophet because he did not write any book like any of the other prophets from Isaiah all the way to Malachi. The only thing he wrote, uh, he wrote four verses in Second Chronicles 21, uh, 12, 13, 14, 15. So he is not considered as a writing prophet, but he was one of the greatest of all prophets. He is uh, mentioned many times over in the Old and New Testament. And uh, we like to talk about Elijah. But I want to tell you, We've got some marvelous preachers in our day right now. Hallelujah. Anybody here say amen? And uh, 
I, I read in, reading these verses of scripture some time ago now, and there were three uh, times that Elijah was miraculously fed. He was fed in these verses I read to you by the ravens twice daily. <clears throat> then he was fed by a widow in chapter 9. Then he was fed by an angel in chapter 19. <clears throat> Amen. To me, I look at these, uh, you know, different situations. Which one was the most miraculous of these feedings? Uh, and it would seem like to me, uh, I'm just going to take my time here. Is that all right? It seemed like to me that uh, these ravens feeding this prophet twice a day. You hear me? Twice a day. Amen. You see these ravens, and I don't know if you know much about ravens. They look a whole lot like a crow, except they're a larger bird, and their call is a little different. Uh, a crow's call is long. Amen. The raven's call is very short. Amen. Help me here. Amen. These ravens, if y'all allow me just a few minutes here to get started. Amen. These ravens are what we would call dumb creatures. And they are afraid of man. I got some in my backyard that come and feed. I put out some wild bird seed all every day. There are some that come, and soon as I crack the door to go outside, those ravens are gone. They are very skittish of man. Amen. And uh, they have no means. I want the Lord to help me here of getting such meals. As a, widow, as a widow and the angel had. Amen. The uh, multiplication of the meal uh, and oil for the widow and her son was indeed a miracle. Help me here. I don't want to belittle that at all. Amen. But God said, I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Now, I don't know where your there is, but if you get out of the place where God put you and intends for you to be, you'll probably starve to death. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Amen. There is where God wants to feed you. There. Wherever that is, there is where God wants you to be. It may be up by a, a, a babbling brook. Amen. That's got water running through it. Come on here. It may be in a desert place, but that's where God wants you to be. Well, I'm feeling better right now. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, I, I like birds. I've always fooled with birds. I've had pigeons most all of my life, and y'all know that. Amen. But the study of birds, I think, in the Bible is very interesting study. They call it ornithology. <clears throat> amen. And uh, the Bible talks to us about the stork, amen, which knoweth her appointed time, 
the common sparrows. Y'all stay with me here. Teaching us the lesson of God's providence. Amen. The ostriches of the desert. Amen. By careless incubation. Illustrating to me the recklessness of parents who don't take time for their children. I lost y'all there. Amen. I read about the eagle that symbolizes riches, that takes the wings of the morning and is gone. Amen. Come on here. Amen. The pelican, uh, embolizing solitude. Amen. And uh, then the bat, the flake in the night, in the darkness. The night hawk, the ossifrash, the uh, cuckoo, the lapwing, the osprey. Amen. You'll find them all in the book of Leviticus. Amen. Come on here. Some of these birds are scavenger birds. Amen. Come on. Y'all stay with me. Amen. Uh, and, uh, but yet some of them are orchestra birds. Amen. They sing a pretty song. These scavenger birds are really necessary. <clears throat> yes, they are. Amen. They eat the leftovers of the dog kill. Amen. Or the car killed by the roadside. Help me here. But I thank God for the birds that sing. I love to hear the sing. Amen of birds. Praise God. I like to hear the quails whistle. Amen. I like to hear the uh, larks carol. Amen. I like to hear the twitter of the wren. Amen. But I tell you, there's one bird that, amen, when I was younger, before air conditioners got popular, amen, on the country, come on here. We lived in the country for years, and you raise your windows at night and hope a breeze come through. Amen. But I used to hear the whippoorwills. Amen. Anybody remember hearing the whippoorwill? Whippoorwill. Amen. And when I was a young preacher, I used to love to hear the whippoorwill. For it sounded like to me they were saying, God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. Help me here. Somebody say amen. amen. You listen to the amen hummingbird serenade in the ear of the amen honeysuckle. Amen. Listen to the voice of that old owl at nighttime. He's got a whoo. Amen. A deep voice. Come on here. Amen. But there is an incident in this text that I've read to you tonight that baffles all the study of birds and the wonders of the world. Amen. You understand that the green crops had been cut off. Amen. There was a famine in the land. Amen. The springs had dried up. Come on here. Amen. It, there was a famine such as never had been before. Amen. You need to understand why it was. Amen. If you read the 16th chapter. Come on. Are y'all still here? Amra. Verse 25. Wrought evil in the sight of the Lord. And did worse than were all before him. That's bad. Amen. But there came another one. Ahab. 
Verse 20. The son of Amram. Amen. He did evil in the sight of the Lord above all that were before him. Amen. Ahab made a grove. Verse 33. And Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel that were before him. I want to tell you. Amen. God still got everything under control. Help me here. I said God still got everything under control. Amen. Now, the famine has come. Amen. Because there's no water. Amen. The fields are dried up. Amen. And parched and brown. The cattle have nothing to eat. Amen. There's no water in the fountains or wells. Amen. Come on here. But you see, God sent his man way out in the desert. Help me here. Amen. To a place that only God knows where he's at. But God knows where you are. You are the apple of his eye. He knows what you need. Praise God. Amen. In the brook of Cherith, praise God by a cave. Amen. There Elijah sat, the preacher. Amen. The minister of the Lord. Amen. And he's waiting on something to eat. He's got water because he's got the brook Cherith. Amen. Amen. Somebody said, well, why didn't he go to the neighbors? In the desert, there's not any. Why didn't he eat berries? Amen. Off of the tr- uh, 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 out there, well, there's no berries. Amen. There's a drought. Amen. Everything's dried up. Come on here. Amen. But I want you to know, seated one morning, I'm feeling better right now. Praise God. At the mouth of a cave. Amen. The prophet sees a flock of birds coming. Amen. Ah, he thought probably if they were just quail. Amen. I'd find me a stick and knock them down and eat some quail. Amen. But as they came nearer, amen, he saw that they were not quail. They were non-eatable birds. Come on here. It was against the law. Amen. Come on. Come on. Stay with me here. It was against the law to eat an unclean bird. Amen. And, and, uh, Amen. Uh, the strength of their beaks and the length of their wings, the blackness of their color, and their loud voice call, short call, amen, prove them to be ravens. Amen. Come on here. They whirl around the head of Elijah the prophet. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And Elijah looked up and he said, why? Amen. They've, they've got something for me to eat. He held out his hand, and one of those ravens came by and dropped some bread right in his hand. Praise God. Another raven come by. Woo, I'm feeling better. Amen. And dropped some meat in his hand. Anybody here say amen? Hallelujah. Amen, as they brought bread and another one brought meat, others come and, amen, until the prophet had his fill, amen, and of enough to eat, amen. Come on, somebody say amen. 
The Bible tells us, if you read some in history, amen, that he was there for six months. Some of the writers said a whole year. I don't know. But ever how long he was there, those ravens came twice a day. Morning and afternoon. Praise God. Somebody say amen. Amen. The breakfast call came and the dinner bell rang. Amen. Come on. Somebody say amen. Ah. Amen. Guess where they got the food? Amen. The old rabbis. Ooh, I'm feeling better. Amen. Said they got them from Ahab's table. I don't know whether they did or not. Amen. But the Bible said that God commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Hallelujah. You may be in a desert place. Come on, somebody say amen. Is this thing on? Praise God. You may be in a desert place. You may be way out there. Nobody near you. And you feel lonely. Amen. But God's going to take care of you. He said, God said, I commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Where did they get the food? Come on, stay with me here. Where did the children of Israel get the manna? Huh? Praise God, the manna came every day. Amen. Enough to feed some say three million, some say six million people every day. Praise God. Where did they where did the manna come from? I can tell you it came from God's kitchen. Hallelujah. I said it came from God's kitchen. Amen. I don't know about you. Amen. As far as I'm concerned, the bread and the meat came from God's kitchen. He said, I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Somebody said, who loaded those birds down? I can tell you, God did. Who sent them on this journey out in the desert and wilderness? God did. Most of us these days, if you've either got a cell phone or a GPS in your car, and you can punch in the address and it'll take you right there. But I want to tell you, that was nothing new for God. God had the, woo, amen, God programmed these ravens exactly where to go, how far it was, amen, which cave, there are many caves, but which one do they go to? Hey, man, God sent him at the right one. Hey, man, God gave him a GPS. Notice in the first place in the story of this text that these winged carriers or caterers, amen, came to Elijah directly from God, I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there. I've told a lot of young preachers through the years, don't be afraid to trust God. 
Hello here. I've been lots of times that it was meager around the savage house through the years. Amen. But we trusted God. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. My God shall supply all. All of your needs according to his will and riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I remember years ago and my wife will remember as well. Amen. We was trying to build a church in Mesquite, Texas, and it was difficult in those years. Money was scarce. Amen. And uh, uh, we was trying to, y'all got a beautiful building here. And I want to tell you, somebody had to work at it. And we didn't have a large congregation. And uh, amen, we was, we was having service in the building while Amen. There was no brick on the outside, no insulation, no drywall. Amen. Cold in the winter time. Y'all still with me? But we still had church. We put those little, amen, uh, uh, gas uh, propane heaters, amen, along the wall, different places just to have enough heat to where you could stand it. Some, some folks would even bring a blanket. Amen. Come on here. Amen. To wrap around while we had church. Amen. And uh, one day we, we came to a situation. We, uh, uh, on a Saturday night, I, I, as a, uh, uh, Friday, I'd been notified that we had to have $3,000 on Monday morning to pay a certain bill. $3,000 in them days. Come on here. Amen. That was like $3 million now. Amen. We used to talk about thousands of dollars, and then they started talking about millions of dollars. Then they started talking about billionaires. Amen. And come on here. Now we got some companies that are trillionaires. Amen. But in those days, money was hard to come by. And I used to spend all night, Saturday night, at the church praying. Amen. Getting ready for Sunday. And I knew, amen, that Monday morning we had to have $3,000 to pay a bill. Amen. Y'all stay with me here. Amen. And I prayed all night at the church. And amen, I left a little after daylight the next Sunday morning. Amen. And to go home, change clothes, and get ready for service. Amen. And I was praying, God, amen, would you send Dub Russell to church in the morning? He's a pretty good giver. Hello here. I lost some of y'all right there. Amen. Lord, please let, amen, uh, uh, Brother Charlie come to church in the morning. He's always, amen, got an open heart and an open pocketbook for the work of God. Amen. And I prayed and, amen, I got in my car and started to go to the house to get ready for church. And the Spirit spoke to me and said, what have you got in your pocket? Hello here. Amen. Help me. Are y'all still with me? Amen. I reached in my pocket. Woo, hallelujah. Amen. And uh, I had a $1 bill. That's all I had, Brother Brettler. Amen. That was it between me and starvation. Amen. And uh, I, 
Amen. I pulled it out of my pocket, and the Spirit said, what's on it? I said, one. <laughs> one. 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 Four corners, and a one in every corner. Amen. And I felt the Spirit speak to me. Turn it over. Praise God. On the other side, what's it say? One, O-N-E, amen. But then I, come on here, I zeroed in on right above one. And it said, in God we trust. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, you got to put your trust in God. Amen. When all else fails and people fail, amen, God always comes through. Woo! I went to church that morning. Doug Russell wasn't there. Brother Charlie wasn't there. Help me here. What is going to happen now? Lord, we got to have that money in the morning. Amen. We passed the offering. Amen. And when they counted it, it was $5 over what was needed to pay the bill. I don't know where it come from. Amen. I know the people in that congregation, and none of them had that kind of money. But there's a God that's still got everything under control. That's the same God that's going to supply your need. He's your father. He cares for you. Help me here. Amen. I was thinking this a uh, little while ago, you'd have to make some Elaborate calculations, come on here, to figure out how much money you're going to need or how much food it's going to take to feed your family for a whole year. Amen. Come on here. Up our way, we got a lot of ladies that still sew, sew clothes and, amen, uh, dresses and all sorts of things. You'd, I mean, it'd be quite a calculation to you for you to figure out how much material you're going to need for your family, your girls and your boys for the next year. But you know what? Amen. God's got it already figured out. I said God's already got it figured out. He knows what you need. He knows how much you need. My God says supply all of your needs. Amen. I got to hurry. These ravens in our text did not bring any palm granites from, amen, the glittering platter of King Ahab. They brought bread and meat. Bread, the two most stables of life. You got to have. Come on here. I listened to news this morning. They're talking about uh, I don't want none of it, but they're talking about Burger King having a meatless burger. How can you have a meatless burger? I 
want meat on my burger. Come on here. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. They brought bread and meat twice a day. I want to tell you this morning, be strong in the fact that the same God is going to supply you. I want to tell you, it's never hard times with God. Come on here. His ships never break. Amen on the rocks. His banks never go bankrupt. Where did the meat come from? Where did the bread come from? Amen. God's got it. Come on here. God's got the means to prepare for you whatever your need is. Notice again in the story of the text. Amen. The the ravens did not allow, allow Elijah to hoard up a surplus. They didn't bring enough on Monday to last all week. I'm going to lose some of y'all here. It came twice a day and brought just enough for one time. You and I both know that we are in a generation now that wants a month's supply ahead before it ever gets here. But I want to tell you, come on here. My God shall supply all of your needs. I don't know what y'all going to do with this this morning. Amen. Years and years ago, it has been back in the 1900s. Anybody here remember them days? We was trying to start a church in, in uh, North Little Rock, Arkansas, in an old vacated Juroy Theater building. It's on uh, uh, Main Drag there in uh, North Little Rock. And, of course, that's all tore down and got a new boulevard through there now. But in those days, it was rough time, and, and I only had one pair of shoes to my name in those days. Anybody here have been in those days? One pair of shoes. Amen. I had a lady in my church at home, and uh, her name was Sister Foster. Uh, she lived on a meager income every month on, on, uh, on uh, Social Security. Amen. And, and she lived... Very meager funds, but she always had enough to pay her tithes. And Sister Foster, come on here. Sister Foster had 100 pair of shoes. You can't wear but one pair at a time. I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Give us this day our daily bread. Amen. He didn't say he's going to give us a year's supply. But we were trying to start that church, and a man came into the service, and those were difficult years for us financially. And... Uh, uh, we, we, we lived in the office of that old Juroy Theater building upstairs. And uh, y'all stay with me. Can I go ahead here? Yeah. Amen. Y'all stay with me, won't you? Yeah. 
Amen. Uh, we lived in the office upstairs. Didn't have, didn't have a bathroom. Just had a toilet and a sink. Come on here. You ever heard of a sponge bath? You older folks do. Amen. That's the way we did in those days. Didn't have a cook stove. Just had one of those hot plates that you plugged in the wall and you hoped it worked. Amen. And my wife, she would cook on that, amen, come on here, hot plate. Amen. Had coils in it. Whoo, help me here. Amen. And no bed, just had a couch. Amen. One of those old couches where you'd lift the back up. Come on here. And let it down and made out of bed. Amen. And one night, me and my wife would sleep on the couch and make a pallet on the floor for the boys. We had two boys. Amen. Y'all still with me? The next night, we'd sleep on the floor and the boys slept on the couch. Amen. But I was, I was trying to my best to start something for God. And a man came into that church, amen, in that service that night and very meagerly uh, dressed, didn't have much, homeless, amen, didn't have any shoes on his feet. Praise God. Are y'all still with me? And the Holy Ghost said to me, give him your shoes. It's the only pair I had. Amen. Help me now. Amen. When service is over, I pulled my shoes off and gave them to him. Same size. He wore them out. Praise God. I went home barefooted. <laughs> Hallelujah. The next morning at 7 o'clock, praise God. Amen. Somebody knocked on our door. Amen. It is a lady from the church, and she didn't know that I'd give my shoes away. Amen. Come on, stay with me here. And she had two, amen, shoe boxes of brand new shoes, patent leather. Praise God. A black pair and a brown pair. Hallelujah. My God shall supply all of your needs. Hallelujah. I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there. I got to hurry. God is totally unlimited in resources. Let me give you just a little bit of history. When the city of Rochelle was besieged and the inhabitants of that city was, amen, dying of famine, amen, history tells us that, amen, the tides washed up on the beach never before and never since. Enough shellfish to feed the whole city. God's pretty good, isn't he? God loves you. Did you know God loves you? Somebody say amen. Amen. History tells us in 1555 in England, there was a great drought. Amen. And the crops failed. But in Essex, on the rocks, where they had never been sown or nothing cultured, Amen. Praise God. Amen. I'm feeling better. A great crop of peas grew that filled a hundred bushels. Amen. For Essex to eat. And they had enough blossoms on the vine for another hundred bushels. I want to tell you, 
I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Hallelujah. Some gen oh, help me, I'm feeling better. Amen. Some generations back now, there was a great gout, a drought in the state of Connecticut here in the United States. Amen. And uh, the water disappeared from the hills. And the farmers living on the hills drove their cattle down toward the valleys and had them supplied at the wells and the fountains of the neighbors. But after a while, come on here, amen, those fountains in the valley began to fail. And the neighbors there said to Mr. Birdseye, amen, don't bring your flocks down here anymore. Amen, our wells is giving out also. Amen. You've got to take your, amen, cattle back to your farm. Amen. Come on here. Amen. And the old Christian man, Mr. Birdseye, and he was saved. Praise God. Amen. He went back home, and he got down on his knees before God. I feel a Holy Ghost right here. Amen. And this whole family began to pray and cry for water. And the family story is, that there was weeping and great sobbing and prayer at that family altar that the family might not perish for a lack of water and the herds and the flocks might not die because of a lack of water. Praise God. Amen. The family got up from the family altar. Y'all here know anything about a family altar prayer? Amen. Mr. Birdseye took his staff, amen, and walked out over the hills in a place where he had been dozens and dozens of times. Amen. Help me here. And he saw a very dark place on the ground. Amen. He took his staff. Come on here. Amen. Stuck it in the ground and turned the dirt over and water started running. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Amen. He beckoned for his servants to come. They filled up buckets and pails and carried it down to the house. And everybody, come on here, drank to that fountain of water. Amen. Help me, Lord. They built troughs from there and on the side of the hill down to the barn. Amen. And watered all the cattle. Woo. Amen. And last time I read, amen, that fountain is still running today. I want to tell you, don't be afraid to trust God. You're in great stress of circumstances. Best thing I can tell you to do is pray and dig. And dig and pray. And then pray and dig some more. Because your, rela your relief, Ooh, I don't know what you're going to do with this. Your relief is going to sometime come from the most unexpected sources. And we were trying to build that church in Mesquite, Texas. I mean, it, it came a time we didn't, we, we had two boys, the young boys then, and uh, came time we didn't have anything to eat. Didn't have no money to buy anything. Come on here. Are y'all still with me? There's a lady that came to our church and her husband was unsaved. 
he worked at what was called Tom Thumb is a grocery stores, a chain of grocery stores out there in those years. Amen. He worked. Amen. He was unsaved. He was not a Christian. Amen. He went to work that morning before daylight. Amen. And he came after a while and knocked on our door. Amen. Said, Preacher, I was working. Oh, hallelujah. He said, I was working to a sinner man. He said, I was working on my job at the grocery store today. And he said, God spoke to me and said, the preacher needs some groceries. Hallelujah. I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Hallelujah. Amen. We went out to his car and he had the whole back seat of his car full of bags and boxes of groceries. Woo! Amen. You may wonder why you are where you are, but if you're there, wherever there is, trust God. I said, trust God. How many give me five more minutes? Anybody give me five more minutes? Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five. I got plenty of time. Praise God. Some of y'all have heard this story, but I'm going to tell it again. When I was a boy, just just five of us children in our family. Amen. I'm the baby. My oldest sister's been deceased for a number of years now, and I'm the baby. And my father had first started the preaching. And we lived in just outside of uh, uh, Hopewell, Virginia, little old white house. wasn't much of a house, amen. And it's during the war years, World War II, amen. And uh, it's difficult. You couldn't buy a job if you had the money to buy one. And if you had one, it was ten cents a day. Would you work for ten cents a day? Help me here. And the day came, there was nothing in the house to eat. None. My oldest sister, Anita, amen, she took the last biscuit that morning, amen, and sopped the last bit of gravy out of the old iron skillet. Y'all hear? Anybody remember the old iron skillets? Amen. And uh, she sopped the last bit of gravy out of it that morning. And Mama came to Daddy that afternoon and nobody dared call my daddy by his name except my mother. My daddy always went by B.F. He hated his name. But mama came to death. Y'all still here? I know y'all getting bored with this. but it's, I'm sorry. But here we go. Amen. There's the preacher that asked me. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And uh, mama came to daddy and she said, Bonnie. Amen. Said they ain't nothing to eat and these five kids are hungry. Amen. Praise God. And Daddy in those years trusted God for everything. Amen. He said, Amen, Lottie, you set the table like you always have. Put bowls on the table. Plates for every child. Amen. Forks and spoons and come on here. Amen. Said we're going to see what God can do. Amen. Now, I don't know what y'all going to do with this, but in those days, amen, we never just sat down at the table and said, table grace. 
Thank you, Lord, for this food. Thank you for it and bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. In those days, amen, I mean, even before this incident, amen, we all got down on our knees around the table and Daddy prayed. Come on here. Daddy prayed. Amen. In this situation with no food, amen, all the plates set on the table and the bowls on the table and everything set and Daddy started praying. Amen. My oldest, two oldest sisters sat in chairs on the outside of the table. Daddy at one end, Mom at the other. Amen. Y'all listen to me. Amen. There was an old bench on the back side of the table. Amen. And uh, my, my uh, uh, sister, youngest sister, amen, she wasn't the youngest, I was the youngest. But the youngest girl, she sat on that table, I mean, on that bench. And then my brother and I sat on the end of that old long bench, amen, on the back side of that table. Amen. And Daddy got to praying. Daddy was not an emotional man. But when he got to praying, come on here. And he got to crying and praying. Whoo, hallelujah. I said, when he got to crying and praying, you knew he had a hold of heavenly world. And he prayed, and the glory of God came down in that little old house. Amen. When he got to crying and praying, mama got to crying and praying. And when mama got to crying and praying, my two oldest sisters got to crying and praying. And then, my, come on here. The youngest girl, she got to crying and praying. And I got to crying because everybody else is crying. Amen. And while Daddy was still praying, sounded like somebody had a baseball bat and beaten up against those, amen, old siding on the outside of that White House. Amen. And beaten in a banging. Amen. Daddy said amen, and he got up, and we followed him outside, and a whole covey of quail had flew into the side of the house, killed themselves, and Daddy cleaned them, and we had quail and gravy. (laughs) Hey, 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 I have commanded the ravens to be thee there. Woo! I feel the Holy Ghost here. Praise God. Somebody say amen. Amen. I was telling that story and my mother, she lived to be 93. My dad passed away when he was 72. My mother lived to be 93 and and, uh, she had a right mind right up to the last breath. And, And she was in the service while I was telling that story. Amen. One time and she, after service, she said, Lindsay, I've got one to add to that. Praise God. Amen. I said, all right, what is it, Mama? She said, another time came in that same house where the quails came. Amen. There was no food. We didn't have any money. Amen. And a farmer man, come on here. A farmer man going to the market with his pickup truck loaded with hogs. Amen. And had Amen on the side of it. Anybody here understand what I'm talking about? Amen. Amen. Got right in front of our house. Amen. And the biggest hog in there climbed. Amen. The side of that standards on the side and fell out of the truck and broke its neck. Right in front of our house. 
Praise God. Daddy went out there and asked the farmer, said, is there anything I can do to help you? He said, I've got a truckload of hogs here. I'm taking the market. I can't do nothing with that hog. Hey, man, if you can use it, you can have it. Praise God. So we ate high on the hog. Woo! I want to tell you, hey, man, God said, I've commanded the ravens. They will feed you. They will feed you. Praise God. I gotta hurry. Daddy being called to preach, he's in Church of God in those days. Amen. And he was called to go to Newburyport, Massachusetts. In the little storefront church building. Amen. And uh, is this all right? Amen. And uh, little old building didn't have probably a dozen people, maybe, storefront. We lived in the apartment over top of that storefront. Amen. And uh, the day came again where right at the end of the war. Amen. And Daddy said, Barney said, what are we going to do? Amen. Daddy said, God supplied the need one time. You go set the table. Praise God. We're going to pray and see if he'll do it again. Praise God. Are you all listening to me? Hallelujah. Mama set the table and we all got down and started praying. Daddy got to crying and praying again. Mama got to crying and praying again. My sisters got to crying and praying again. And I got to crying because they was crying. Amen. Come on here. Amen. About the time Mama, uh, about the time Daddy said amen, amen, there was a knock on the door down the steps. Amen. And uh, help me here. Amen. Daddy got up from his chair where he has been praying and went downstairs, and the man from the corner grocery store, amen, said, is this such and such address? And Daddy said, yes, it is. He said, I've got a big box of groceries here for you for this address. Daddy said, I'm sorry. You've got the wrong address. I don't have any money to pay for it. Word of God, amen. Grocery man said, I don't know who you are, but a man in a blue serge suit came in my store just a little while ago and he got the basket out and he went down the aisles and he started picking off here and picking off there and picking off here and he came by, come on here praise God, man in a blue shirt suit paid for it and walked out and said deliver to this address Woo! I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there don't be afraid to trust God when everything's upside down and crossways, somebody say amen. Ravens. Praise God. Ravens is flying through here. Amen. Here today. Can't you feel the wind from their wings? Stretch out your hand. There's bread. There's meat. My God shall supply all of your needs.
in Gertner Close, 2 Corinthians, chapter 1, verse 14. Read. For we would not, brethren, bring loud. For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure. We were what? Pressed out of measure. Above strength. Oh, best I can tell, he was talking about when he was stoned at Lystra. Praise God. And they left him for dead. Hallelujah. And the disciples gathered around him and prayed. Amen. And God gave him his life back. Come on, somebody say amen. He said, I despaired of life. What? But we have the sinners of death in our trail. Uh-huh. That we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raised us the dead. Yes. Who delivered us from so great a death. Yes. And doth deliver. And doth deliver. In whom we trust. That he will yet deliver, he will yet deliver us. I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there. Don't be afraid to trust God. When everything's upside down, hold on to what you know is right. Everybody stand. You deserve better preaching what you got today. But I want to tell you, I just want want you to know that God's got ravens that you have never seen. And he has commanded them to come right down where you live and supply your need. Holy Ghost, we thank you for your presence. We thank you, Lord, because we are here and your presence is here and your people are here. We thank the Lord for the truth. And I pray that the Holy Ghost, oh God, that the Holy Ghost will teach us how to trust you when everything is crossways and backwards. Oh God, I pray that the Holy Ghost will direct us and lead us by your Spirit and trust you for the needs that we have in Jesus' name. Amen. I, I know, I know. Neil, but could we do something different today? Could we all just come and stand, amen, around this front and lift up your hands and give him praise and thanksgiving because he said, I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there.